Welcome to Mediocre from Minnesota Daily Conversations, a snack-sized podcast delivering a frequent dose of mediocrity that you didn't know you needed. Make sure to follow Mediocre from Minnesota on Instagram and Facebook, add us on your preferred podcast app, and if you'd be so kind, tell 50, 75, 100 people how great it is and how your life has been forever changed since listening to it. Today's topics are Fun Facts Friday, Friday the 13th, well, close enough, and Broke After a Sporting Bet. First, let's hear from today's sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by Sally Saloon and Squirrel Shop, your one-stop shop for an ice-cold beer and bulk squirrel meat. We've got fox, gray, flying, and red. Whether you like your squirrels from large wooded areas or ones that we shoot out back and have been rooting around in the dumpster, we've got some great squirrel meat available. Don't forget about our all-you-can-eat Sunday squirrel feast for only $7.77. It's the first Sunday of the month, and it features Sally's Secret Squirrel Sauce. Again, that's Sally Saloon and Squirrel Shop. Let's dive into Fun Facts Friday, and we're going to stick with the theme. It's Fun Facts About Squirrels. Squirrels have excellent memory and intelligence. They have the ability to remember the locations of thousands of buried food plots and little hidden treasures that they've buried all over. Um, This helps them to survive when uh, the food is a little scarcer, but they do lose roughly 25% of their hidden treasures to other squirrels and birds and other animals. Fun fact, they can find their nuts buried under a foot of snow, so they'll burrow under the snow and kind of make little tunnels and stuff uh, to be able to find those nuts. They also think that the squirrels have been using deceptive caching, which ultimately they're, they're digging holes pretending to bury something and then filling the hole back in so you can kind of see them like side-eyeing uh is anybody looking at me i think i'm gonna bury something here i'll trick them i'm gonna i'm gonna pretend like i did and then run off so squirrels actually communicate um, with a variety of vocalizations but their tails are also crucial in conveying information they use their tails to signal signal danger or alert other squirrels about the presence of predators So if you see a squirrel uh, rapidly flicking their tail, one of two things. It can indicate excitement, happy to see you, or a potential threat. Think you're going to take it out. Squirrels have sharp, continuously growing incisor teeth. So the fact that they uh, chew on those seeds and nuts and even tree bark, that kind of helps manage the length. So if they didn't consistently wear down those teeth, they'd grow too long and make it difficult for the squirrel to eat. And there are more than 200 different species of squirrels, and they can be found on almost every continent. They come in various sizes and colors, from the tiny African pygmy squirrel that measures just a few inches to the large Malabar giant squirrel found in India that can grow up to almost three feet long. Now, this does include uh, its tail, but uh, it's about half, half tail, half body, but that's a massive squirrel. All right, let's let's jump into Friday the 13th. Well, close enough, since it is Friday the 12th. But I thought uh, nothing like starting your Friday off with a, a few scary stories. This one's about an axe murder house in Villisca, Iowa. It's a well-known tourist attraction for ghost hunters and horror lovers alike. The site of a gruesome, unsolved 1912 murder in which six children and two adults had their skulls completely crushed by the axe of an unknown perpetrator. 
the house was purchased in 1994, restored to its 1912 condition, and converted into a tourist destination. It costs $428 a night to stay at the old haunted home where visitors always report strange paranormal experiences, such as visions of a man with an axe roaming the halls or the faint screams of children. But in November of 2014, the haunting took a darker turn. Robert Stephen Larson of Rhinelander, Wisconsin, was on a regular recreational paranormal visit with friends when true horror struck. His companions found him stabbed in the chest, an apparently self-inflicted wound. Call 911 and Larson was brought to a nearby hospital before being helicoptered to Creighton University. The Montgomery Sheriff's Office said Larson suffered the self-inflicted injury about 12.45 a.m., which is around the same time the 1912 axe murders in the house began. Larson recovered from his injuries, but has never spoken public- publicly about what occurred that day. Despite uh, that last incident, the the house does remain open for tourist visits and overnight stays even today. So if you want to book a spooky stay in Iowa, go hang out in a, a house where a bunch of people were killed and uh, not all that long ago somebody tried to axe themselves. Next is the haunted doll. Now, I don't know about you all, but I find dolls extremely creepy, especially especially the older ones um, in their little dresses and shoes and sitting up on the shelf and their curly little hair and looking down at you. And I recall uh, spending the night at a grandparent's house and in one of the spare bedrooms, they had dolls up on the shelf and they're just so creepy. They're staring at you. They're plotting moves for when you're going to sleep and they're going to attack you. Um, but this, uh, this next story is, uh, definitely, uh, definitely a creepier than that. So in Houston, a Disney's frozen Elsa doll that was gifted in Christmas of 2013 in the Houston area made headlines, um, because the doll seemed to be haunted. The doll recited phrases from the movie, frozen and saying let it go when a button on its necklace was pressed for two years uh the mother of the child with the doll said it did that in english but uh in 2015 it started doing it alternating between spanish and english and there wasn't a button that you could press to change it it just did it randomly the family owned the doll for more than six years and never changed its batteries the mother says the doll would randomly begin to speak and sing even when the switch was turned off. The family decided to throw the creepy doll out in November of 2019. Weeks later, they found it inside a bench in their living room. The kids insisted that they didn't put it there. And the mother said that she believed them because they wouldn't have dug through the garbage that was outside. At that point, Elsa ceased to sing the English rendition of Let It Go Altogether, speaking only Spanish when pressed. The family then double-bagged the bizarre doll and placed it at the bottom of their garbage, which was taken out on garbage day. They went on a trip shortly after, but when they returned, Elsa too had come back and was waiting in the backyard of their home. This time the family mailed Elsa to a family friend in Minnesota who taped the haunted doll to the front bumper of his truck. It doesn't seem to have made its way back to Houston yet. Next we're going to jump into broke after a sporting event. So I'm going to be taking... Uh, my son to a Timberwolves game. It'll be his first first Timberwolves game, first NBA game. And uh, it's not cheap. We 
we got we got tickets. They were about a hundred and twenty dollars a piece after the all the fees and everything, and that was even with a twenty five percent discount. Now we are sitting in the lower level, but it's at the very top of it, so it's not like we're not like we're courtside or anything. And it's funny because when I told my son that we would be going to the game, granted he you know we don't watch uh, NBA basketball, we don't really watch basketball um, at all. He is right now in a camp, um, like a six-week camp where he's learning skills and stuff so he does understand how basketball goes. Anyways, as soon as I told him that we were going to this game, he immediately asked what kind of snacks they were going to have there, if he was going to be getting treats. Um, and it's like, how, how do they know? How do kids know that as soon as you tell them we're going someplace new, oh, they must have snacks there, they must have treats, uh, what what am I getting? What's in it for me other than the fact that I just dropped a hondo on your ticket? Um, that's what you should be excited about. You're getting to go to an event that, you know, uh, not a lot of people go to. I mean, a lot of people do go, but, you know, not a lot of kids get to go to stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, it's just it's funny how uh, the kids just expect more. <laughs> they, they want more right away. Luckily, I'm going to be driving, so I'm going to be saving plenty and not getting any drinks, but I'm going to have to pay probably five, six bucks for a bottle of water. And also, we're going to be having supper there because uh, we don't have time to stop beforehand. So that's going to that's gonna rack up on the bill. You got the parking fees, gas to get there. Uh, probably going to have to buy him some sort of memorabilia shirt or a hat or, you know, something there. Um figure by the end of it our house is probably going to be listed for sale to help pay for this event i'm sure the memories will be worth it uh, but if you know someone looking for a three-bedroom two-bath house shoot me a message Uh, i'm sure we can work out some deal well thanks for listening that's going to wrap up today's show you've been listening to daily john versations a snack size podcast delivering a frequent dose of mediocrity that you didn't know you needed (laughs) 